Hi, and welcome back to the How to Decorate podcast from Ballard Designs. We want to teach you how to decorate your home and unleash your inner decorator. So we'll be interviewing interior designers, stylists, and other talents in the design world, sharing the trials and triumphs of our own homes, and also answering your decorating questions. I'm Caroline. I run the Ballard Designs blog, How to Decorate. And I'm Taryn, and I'm on the product design team at Ballard. And I'm Karen, and I head up branding at Ballard. We're your hosts. Hi. Our guests today are the design duo or planning duo, I guess. Design doesn't really work. That's normally what I say for our design. event design. Event, well, true. Okay. Mm-hmm. Event design duo behind Magnolia Celebrates, which is an event planning firm here in Atlanta. This firm's, firm sounds so formal. Mm. So right. Laura Maddox and Sarah Parker, thank you all so much for being here. Okay. I was looking through your site and your, I guess, experience is really staggering. Okay. It said you had planned, Sarah, that you had planned over 2000 events. That doesn't even seem possible. (laughs) And then (laughs) Laura, you um, were a executive assistant to a prominent CEO here, which I think is really cool and must have been a lot of really good high stress preparation for the wedding planning industry. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) So we're thrilled to have you here. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. It probably seems like an unusual choice for our podcast since we typically talk about decorating, but y'all are pretty much hosting experts. Right. So, and we do talk a lot about entertaining here on the podcast. So that's why we wanted to have you here to give us some of your your hard-earned knowledge about hosting, how we should go about planning parties. Maybe mm-hmm. if we're just doing something mm-hmm. small, like a baby shower, mm-hmm. or maybe we do have some brides out there listening and um, they want some suggestions for how to you know, pull off their own event. Mm -hmm. And then we also thought we could talk about registries because Mm -hmm. um, we just launched our own wedding registry, I guess relaunched kind of. Um, You can register with us. And that kind of brought up some questions that we had. What should you put on your registry? What should you, you know, how should should you think about it? Should you do plain stuff? You know, we can get all into that. But Mm -hmm. so that's what we thought we could talk about. And I don't think it's that big of a disconnect, like events and decorating, because you're doing temporary decorating and there's all that spatial planning and everything Mm -hmm. that people are already having to think about when they're doing their home as well. Mm -hmm. You're just thinking about it for a temporary We think a lot more about the logistics of it, I think, Uh, than, mm. you know, you guys... In, in interior design, it's can it fit in the space? And we are like, can it fit in the space? But can it also fit in the space in 45 minutes that we have to put it put there? It, oh. um, so. And I think another thing that we have really great experience with is that, you know, we, we love planning weddings and those are obviously a huge event and it's one day and you're surrounded by all of your favorite people in the mm-hmm. world are coming to celebrate with you. But there's also so many other pieces that we're involved with. Um, so we are involved with rehearsal dinner planning. We are involved with bridesmaids lunches and the Sunday brunch afterwards. And so while not all events are on the scale of a, of a 200 person wedding or larger, you know, you are trying to find ways to welcome your friends and your families. And, and usually that's in your home. So True. I think that. Well, uh, I should say you'll do more than just weddings. We do we corporate do. events, mitzvahs. Do. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you say is mitzvahs like a general term for all both bar and it is uh-huh. you nailed it good job i was like wow that is makes perfect <laughs> sense but yet i did not <laughs> who's the most high maintenance is it a bride so who is more high maintenance in your opinion a bride her once in a lifetime event haha <clears throat> no i'm kidding it is it's once in a lifetime <laughs> um, or a mitzvah or something like that who do you find generally is m- most keyed up about making it perfect should we be honest? Yes. <laughs> yeah. The mom. Yeah. Oh. Regarding either situation, <laughs> in, the mom. In most situations, mom is, there's a dynamic between the mitzvah mom who's planning everything without a whole lot of feedback from right. the rest of her family. And then there's mm. the wedding mom. And she's dealing with her husband, who's probably helping figure out finances for it, um, which he loves to to think about spending thousands of dollars on flowers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then mm-hmm. the bride who has envisioned her perfect day, but mom has also. Mm, yes. So, so you should definitely tell the story about the um, dad that called you on Piedmont. Oh, yes. <laughs> I have um, 
I had a dad call me and he said, Sarah, I am having a heart attack. Do you know why? And I said, well, no, but first of all, you don't need to call me. Right. <laughs> um, and he asked if he if I had seen the flower proposal and I said that he had. And he said, do you realize that she is charging over $2,000 an hour in flowers? And he offered to bring his own Ziploc bags to the wedding so that he could save them for his funeral. <laughs> and I told him that that's not typically how we do that and that he's welcome to donate the flowers to all sorts of great facilities in Atlanta. And he just could not wrap his head around it. So that is <laughs> wow. amazing. It's, it's shocking, honestly. I think when you do... When you break to, it down. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you right. put it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean... Obviously, it adds up. It adds up, and there's a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to bring the flowers over from, you know, like Denmark or wherever. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. and yeah. and plus, not even that doesn't even include the labor and hours to right. store sure. it. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Well, I have a question regarding yeah. that. My first question on my mm-hmm. list for you: How does one have a theme but not make it too cheesy? Right. <laughs> and this yeah. one, this this actually I think is great because it applies to. Any, any and all parties. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Baby showers, any kind of thing, a yeah. dinner party, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, for that same rehearsal dinner, just to use it as an example, we we were working with a designer and um, we were speaking on this and we were saying the same things. However, he was hearing something very different. So we tend to advise our clients to always do a prototype um, for their floral and their decor, uh, in which case you're client and the designer will meet and the designer will have mocked up at least a centerpiece, if not a centerpiece and maybe the lounge furniture and maybe some linens and, you know, Ah. so that you can sort of see the entire Mm -hmm. thing before the day, because Mm -hmm. on paper it can say, you know, these flowers are going to be used and this lounge furniture is going to be used. And here are some pictures of some inspiration. And you're all like, okay, great. We're on the same page. And then you can show up at that prototype. And in that case, we all walked out and said, this is not it. And so it was great to have that prototype because then we were able to say before the day, this is not what we were envisioning. Here's more of what we were envisioning. And so on the actual day, it was wonderful and beautiful and way less cheesy Mm -hmm. than we made it sound with all of the... um, The personalized stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, the mason jars had the name on it, but they were glass, beautiful mason jars with a lovely charger and a, a centerpiece of you know, flowing flowers and on a farm table and, it, and you know, crossback chairs and the whole thing came together and looked really beautiful, but also personalized. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the um, personalized stuff was actually in the welcome baskets, yeah. which was adorable and fun. And, you know, everybody was so excited and it set the tone for this great weekend with everyone without it being, you know, all over the event. Right, right. right. I think another thing that is equally wonderful and dangerous is Pinterest Ah. because it's sometimes just as easy to say that I really like that flower or I really don't like this shade of orange. That means a lot to somebody because if you just say, you know, we have a lot of brides who want blush and white. Well, blush can mean anything. It can be champagne to light pink. And so like Laura was saying, when you can actually say, this is the blush I'm talking about, or this is the blue that I like. Oh, well, that's not blue. That's more of a teal or that's more of a turquoise or there's purple in there. So when you can articulate with pictures, it's oftentimes a lot easier to communicate. Um, And you, you asked about pulling together a theme and not making it cheesy. I think if you start something like a Pinterest board, And you just go through and just very organically think about the things that you love. Um, If you're planning a shower or you're planning a birthday party or whatever your event is, as you start pinning different things, you're going to see a theme. Mm -hmm. So you either you love the teal and whites and you're seeing it throughout or you love sort of the burlap look and the farm flowers and the mason jars. And you're going to start seeing things kind of come out that are really standing out to you. And then you're going to start taking things away because they don't mean as much. And so you can kind of see your vision evolving. And I think depending on what your event is, you need to determine what the cheese is needed. So (laughs) if it's a kid party or a mitzvah or something for a younger crowd, you can, there is no limit. cheese that right on up. But if you're doing a shower, Mm -hmm. maybe step it back a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe your Mm -hmm. accent pieces are in impactful places. So maybe it's in napkins and straws that add a little detail without like, oh, wow, teal is everywhere in here today. Right. Um, And then so that way you can kind of 
scale it back in different places and make it more prominent in others so you can still have the beautiful background and make it more elegant um, or as cheesy as you'd like. <laughs> okay. <Some good> advice. <laughs> Let me ask you about, okay, because I think, and I was actually thinking about having my daughter's birthday party. And how old will she be? She was one. Well, I was thinking about the one that I oh, already one you just had. had. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the cheesiest event ever, guys. <laughs> right. Oh, my gosh. Well, and it so, should be. <laughs> so what I was thinking about that I think is probably the wrong way to think about hosting an event is I was very focused on what is my house going to look like? Mm-hmm. When in reality, I really probably should think about how am I taking care of everyone? Because that is kind of, you know, obviously when you're hosting a wedding or um, planning a wedding, you're you want it to look a certain way. You know, the flowers or the whatever are based off your bride's vision. But I mean, don't we need to be focused more on like, are we taking care of everyone? You know, what is it going to feel like? Do they have everything they need? Do they have Mm -hmm. a cocktail napkin or whether it's personalized or not? Um, Is there a place to get to the bar? Is the Mm -hmm. AC going to work? Like my parents went to this one wedding and they had tented the entire inside of a ballroom. Well, I guess it was August. So they just created a greenhouse And they just basically, yeah, made it to where the AC couldn't actually get into the tent. And so, and it was black tie in August. And no, yeah. So I don't know, I guess. Really coming up from the other way. Should we pay less attention to the decor and more attention to the hospitality or like, and how do we even think about that? Well, and I I love the idea of thinking about people's experience um, to an extent. So Sarah and I were actually, (laughs) well, Sarah and I were talking about it on the way down here and um, for something further in our conversation. But one of the troubles that I run into a lot with our clients is we're planning an event for 250 to 400 people. And they are focused on Aunt Sally and the fact that Aunt Sally can't have nuts. And I'm like, okay, well, Aunt Sally can't have nuts. So the salad can still have nuts unless Aunt Sally can't be in a room with nuts. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But we'll mm-hmm. just make sure that Aunt Sally doesn't have nuts. So if you really love those, you know, salted, roasted pecans, then put them on the plate. We'll just make sure Aunt Sally doesn't get them. Right. Yeah. But um, but we do want to make sure that we're not asking people in the dead of August to do a black tie event outside or in a ballroom where air conditioning isn't, isn't going to work. <laughs> um, we want to make sure that everybody's place is set, that they have they feel comfortable. I, I personally really like to have a seat for every guest because I think that people... Um, people appreciate having sort of a home base for the night and where they're Mm -hmm. going to, you know, put their jacket or put their purse or, you know, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Right. I've had weddings, though, that we, you know, we added a coat check on the day of because nobody thought about it, you know, ahead of time um, back in our day of days. Um, And, you know, then I've also had weddings that sort of overthink it, like Mm -hmm. Aunt Sally with the nuts, or they start thinking about, um, you know, they they have passed on places that they loved because the restroom wasn't nice. And I'm like, well, uh, let's figure out a way to make the restroom nice because right. this was your perfect event space instead of mm-hmm. saying, you know, That's true. Yeah. going back to what is my house going to look like? It's the same sort of thing of, well, if this one piece isn't wonderful, let's figure out a way to make it wonderful if the rest of this space is perfect for you instead of overthinking so much. Yeah. Um, and then going back to, you know, my daughter's first birthday party, I I honestly was more concerned about the way that my house was going to look and and how people were going to feel in my house than about the fact that it was her birthday party, probably because it was my second child. Mm-hmm. So I, um, <laughs> I knew the birthday party part, right? I was like, this part is old hat, but how do I make sure that everybody feels welcome and invited and happy? Um, yeah. and those sort of things. Mm-hmm. Well, I really more meant like I was focused on what color should my tablecloth be? <laughs> what should my flowers look like? And that was pretty dumb. Well, well, no, I don't think that I it don't is. Think they're well, separate though. Okay. Because mm-hmm. if you had had an ugly tablecloth, <laughs> yeah, you borrowed uh, mine. Actually, it was Karen's tablecloth mm-hmm. and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It really coordinated with my color palette. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I don't think that they're separate. I don't think people think about them separately. Right. So you it's thought true. about the napkins and the linens that your guests were going to experience. That's right. true. And okay. my house only has so many chairs. So yeah. I either will have a chair for you or I will not. Yeah. Um, so, you know, types things like that. But you're going to, 
you're inviting people to your home for a reason and they're people that you love. Mm -hmm. So um, they're going to appreciate all the little pieces that you put in there and you're gonna think of things that they are gonna love. So when you plan your your menu, you may love something that's very specific, but if it's, if it's not, if it doesn't tend to be a, cl- a crowd pleaser, you'll probably get something that's a little bit more um, appealing to the masses. So yeah. I think that, I don't know that they're all that separate. If you find okay. something that you love that is going to allow you all to celebrate your daughter or whatever the event is, um, I think your your care for your guests is going to come into that anyways. Right. So we may spend a lot of time thinking about flowers, but they're flowers that the groom doesn't care about, but the bride (laughs) cares about and that they love. And they're sharing something that they love with people that are going to be there to celebrate with them. Yeah. Mm, Is there an alternative to flowers? We've done feathers. (laughs) We have. We've done feathers. There were still some flowers. Um, We've done lots and lots of candles. Um, I don't, I have not done a wedding yet where there wasn't some element of flower. Mm -hmm. I think they're just beautiful and natural. Right. They're, they're, but yes, there's a lot of greenery. There's a lot of mm-hmm. um, candles. There's a mm-hmm. lot of, you know, other ways to make a room beautiful that you're using a minimal amount of flowers. But I, yeah, I've not done anything yet where there's we're, not. We're actually some seeing um, a lot of home decor, for lack of a better phrase, right. in our events. So people are like right now, especially with the 20s and a nod to the roaring 20s, um, we're seeing a lot of. The beautiful Art Deco pieces are coming in as centerpieces, and so you have a beautiful floral, but maybe this the um, the vase that it's in is a little bit more intricate than just the glass that you would typically see in an event. Mm-hmm. And then something that I might have at my coffee table may also serve as the centerpiece of these weddings that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a lot of. Um, I think families are making it more personal. So. What types of things do you like? What does your house look like? Do you have, do you like the grays and you have a lot of muted colors in your home? Karen. And, <laughs> but we're seeing that that's translating into weddings. Yep. Yeah. So they like the dusty colors. They like the, um, some families love super bright flowers. And if you go into their home, they've got a lot of bright accents. And some families um, have mm-hmm. a more clean palette. And so the linens are a little bit more clean and a little bit more mm-hmm. refined than something with a lot of movement and a lot of patterns. So I, I think that it's obviously on a much grander scale, but I'm seeing elements of the home yeah. come into the events people are planning. I was going to ask about lighting because we talk a lot about mm. lighting in our homes mm. and how it, you know, is part of the mood. So you, and I guess even lighting plus music plus, how do you set the overall mood of the scene mm. with the lighting and the music? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're still very relevant in the event space, obviously, because you've got these gorgeous centerpieces that you want to showcase, but also the lighting, just like in your home, the lighting in an event can make or break the feel of the event. Mm -hmm. So you want to have enough lighting so that when you're eating dinner, your guests can see the beautiful plate that they're eating. But at the same time, when the party's starting, you want those lights to come back down Mm -hmm. because you want to be able to have that more romantic look, that party atmosphere, whatever you're shooting for is Mm -hmm. all dictated by lighting. So your flowers are only going to carry you so far. Um, it's the lighting and what you do with the room. So if you mm. have this huge cavernous room and you've got these, you've got people everywhere, having perimeter lighting gives that room depth and it gives you something to look at. Otherwise, it's just sort of a dark space with dark corners, just like in your home. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, um, you know, the band has their own sense of what lighting should look like. And it's usually very different than the romantic glow. Um, but <laughs> when the band is on, though, that is a different type of party. The, mm-hmm. When the band is on and their lights are on and their music is on, mm-hmm. it's time to be dancing and having mm-hmm. a great time and celebrating, not necessarily sitting down and eating dinner. So I think that lighting can help move through the different parts of, of okay. an event of the okay. evening. Mm-hmm. So how, what do you put in the perimeter lighting? How do you do that other than your string lights along the floor? In the right. corners? <laughs> so there's up lights is what we call them. Mm-hmm. And they just they're literally a light that faces up and you can change the color of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also we often talk about pin spotting those lovely centerpieces that you want to showcase, which is a you know, I tell people it's a tiny little spotlight um, right on your centerpiece. Um and then you talk about things like a wash on the ceremony space or a um, wash on the cake, or um, some people like to put a light on the dance floor that maybe has their monogram. Um, 
you know, oh, like on the floor. Mm-hmm, on the, mm-hmm. So it shines on the floor, on the dance floor. Or um, some people like to do away with the band lights altogether and just wash the band in light. Um, so there's a there's a lot of different options. And then yes, of course, you can hang chandeliers. You can hang, you know, depending on where you are. Because mm-hmm. um, if you're in a hotel ballroom, you don't need to hang chandeliers. They're mm-hmm. already there. But mm-hmm. um, uh, there's all sorts of different options. Sarah and I's biggest pet peeve though is put them on dimmers because mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times we've walked really around speaking to us right here <laughs> the outside of a ballroom and just unplugged all these mm-hmm. uplights that this client has paid so much money for because after dinner is over as Sarah said you know the party changes and people want it to be darker right mm-hmm. you still want for people to walk around the room and see the beautiful things that you have paid a lot of money to have in the room but at the same time you want for it to be dark enough that nobody is scared to get on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's too bright, people just won't dance. Mm-hmm. Is that because mm-hmm. we're bad dancers? Yes. I it think needs to be dark. We think I we think are. It we just, think we are. Mm-hmm. I think that with darkness comes confidence in the dance world. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that, in that open bar. So is that the secret yeah. to getting people on the dance floor? Darkness? Turn down the lights. Mm-hmm. Turn we down the lights and open black. up the bar. We, so, this is, so you wouldn't necessarily think that's super impactful, but we did a wedding over the summer and mm-hmm. it had, it was this beautiful, beautiful, stunning wet uh, event space, but it had skylights at the top. Mm-hmm. Well, sun didn't go down until like 10 o'clock. Oh. And, and so my bride kept coming up to me and she's like, is the band not good? Nobody's dancing. Is the, you know, is nobody at the bar? I don't understand what the problem is. And it was because once that sun went down further and the atmosphere changed, everybody was on the dance floor for the rest of the night. Mm. So we've actually talked to a couple people about you know, I love this space. This is a beautiful space for a ceremony because it's all natural lighting in these gorgeous windows. I don't know that we want to have our reception here at the end of June because it's not going to give you the same feel that you're looking for. You can't right? jump up there and, and I, cover them? And I can't turn off. <laughs> I can dim the uplights. I cannot dim the sun. <laughs> so that depends on the space, Karen. So um, there are spaces where, yes, you can pay extra to have those skylights dimmed, but then there are other spaces in town where that is not allowed. I right. think what Karen wants to know mm-hmm. is why you aren't up on the roof. Yes. Oh, I was right. Right. You know what? My you know, ability does only a lot of things so, far. <laughs> so far. I'm sure they actually like, <laughs> we've thought about it. We yeah. would if we could. But that goes back to a little bit about how elements from the home are coming mm-hmm. into your spaces. So with mm-hmm. the chandeliers that you can hang from mm-hmm. the ceiling um, and with the lights, not necessarily bringing in lamps, mm-hmm. but you've got the beautiful candles. And mm-hmm. and I think lighting is something that families sometimes forget about. So if you when you walk around somebody's home and they have lamps that aren't on, you don't necessarily notice. But when a lamp is on, it's, it's impactful. It is. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful mm-hmm. and it's calming and it's welcoming. And it, it, it says that we thought that you would come into this space and we are welcoming you into this space. So right. I think that lighting, while sometimes can be forgotten, Mm-hmm. is more impactful than you would think it would be. Yeah. And everybody says, well, my ballroom has lights in it. Well, they do. <laughs> but you also don't turn on your overhead light in your house when you have company over either. So right. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, some people Hopefully. do. Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. Some houses don't even have overhead lighting just in case. Right. True. Mm-hmm. And that's smart. When we got married, though, that was what my husband wanted. He was just like, we just turn on this light. Why do you need lamps? I, I, I in your home? We yeah. can't trust No, them. I have to tell you my favorite story about my husband. I've told you all this one before. When we were dating, I'd go over to his house and we would we would make dinner and we'd sit at the coffee table and eat dinner while watching television. And I was like, Joe, honey, you don't have a single light in this room. Like nothing. <laughs> there wasn't an overhead light. There was nothing. And he's like, oh, oh, no problem, no problem, no problem. And he would get up and go turn on the bathroom light. In the hall. Which would then give us some light in the living room. And that was his solution to lighting the living room at night. Just he was going for the romantic The look. bathroom light. Oh, my god. Does gosh. he now know your full, um, your mini-stage plan? Oh, he of- knows I'm crazy. Does <laughs> he know it, though? No, does he, will he do it for you? Oh, my lighting plan in the mm-hmm. house? No. Well, a little bit. Not exactly perfectly, but sort of. <laughs> but he probably knows that if you're having somebody over to walk around at the house and turn on all the lamps because you're going to ask him to do it anyways. <laughs> we right? do argue about leaving him on while we sleep. <laughs> well, so my husband, if we are having a party at our house, I have a list of things that honestly takes all stinking day if I'm having a dinner party. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, as I 
check them off. I want to be done with them. So the lights go on somewhere in the afternoon and I turn on every lamp in our whole house and mm-hmm. he goes around behind me and turns off every lamp uh-uh. in our whole house. And he's like, the party's not for four hours. And I'm like, I don't care. We're paying cents on the dollar right. for this light right now. And I have right a now. list. And I have a list. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we have a constant argument about the, he's like, I'm on board. They should be on when the people get here, but they're not here yet. And I'm like, but I'm not going to be running around putting them on. That when should the be his task. <laughs> Set a phone like reminder on his phone and say, all right, well, turn then you can the turn lights. them on. Mm-hmm. You're right. Before. You're absolutely yeah. right. Mm-hmm. I'm absolutely saved with you. my marriage. <laughs> it's, lighting, I think, is one of those two. It is. I do it first because unlike candles and stuff, they could, especially if it's like tea right. lights, you only got so many hours on those babies. Mm-hmm. So you are right. like, that's right as like people arrive. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. the lights all go on like step one. Yeah. Because that's done. It's yeah, done. Right. It can stay on. You can do it in advance. Do it in advance. Right. Mm-hmm. For sure. Totally. I think we should talk about registries. Okay. Ooh. I am very passionate about registries. So you I'm are? excited. Yes. Why are you passionate? Um, Because I think that it's a unique once in a lifetime opportunity to get things that maybe you would not normally splurge on for yourself. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think, and it always makes me kind of sad when I'll look at some of my friends' registries and they register for very basic stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you can probably, someone's going to buy you that $150 salad bowl. So you're never getting it again. And maybe Mm -hmm. not everyone wants a $150 salad bowl. That's fine. But everyone has something Mm -hmm. in their, in mind probably that they would love to have. Mm -hmm. And this is probably the one time you can actually get it. Right. So maybe don't put stuff on your registry that you would buy yourself. I remember like a couple of years ago, I was looking at a friend's registry and she had a coffee banker on it. Well, that's just normal. But then she also had the coffee pods on it. I was like, what? Coffee pods? Yes. Like, like the, the actual like the pods. pods. Yes, the pods. Dude, go in the coffee. On. Pony up your 10 bucks and get your own coffee well, pods. But I also just thought, that's okay. special. You're not going to remember, oh, Caroline gave me these pods 10 years later. Well, mm-hmm. Right. No, because <laughs> she'll have consumed them yes. within the first month. But, but I also thought everyone has like their... But, you know, when I go to buy someone's gift, I think, okay, I'm going to spend $80 or whatever it right. is. So if I found a coffee pot that has that's $70, then I'm like, okay, well, I can add her like one little thing. Why not not put those pods on there and instead have a spatula right. or one other little, you know what I mean? Right. Just be more edited because what you put on there is what you're going to get. And so right. if you're thoughtful, then you might get things that you would never normally Splurge on because right, right. it seems extravagant, but your mom, your dad's partner in his law firm, might buy you something that seems a little over the top. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, and so. as the executive assistant or the former executive assistant, I will tell you the dad's partner in his law firm isn't buying it. It's his assistant that's buying it, and oh. she's going to go on there and shop and say, "Hmm, what do I want? What would I want? I have a certain budget. Let me purchase that." Mm-hmm. Right. And so she may buy the one specific thing within the budget. But then you've got friends who say have the same budget and are going to buy you a plethora of little things to make one big thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that, I think that you're absolutely right. You should register for thoughtful things that you will actually use, but make sure that you do have um, a spectrum of pricing within that list. Yeah. Yeah. And I think registries are important. We we have some families that are less interested in registries, especially if they're starting, if they're getting married a little bit later in life, they already have all of these things. And, and Laura and I like to remind them that your friends and family are coming around you to celebrate with you on your wedding day, but also to support you in your marriage. So they want to give you something. Yes. Right. So this is a great opportunity to get new sheets because they're really expensive. And so are great towels. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You have a dishware that you've always wanted or china that you may be on the fence about. Maybe you do get enough of it from your wedding registry that it, it makes sense to keep it. But I think that um, there's all sorts of great things to register for all along the scale, like Laura was talking about. And, and if in the end something turns out to be not quite what you thought or you're not going to use it or you have too many of something and it doesn't make sense to keep it, you can return it for something that would be um, more important to you at that particular stage of life or yeah. save it for later. Or, you know, if you and your now husband are going to be moving into a home, maybe you didn't need all of those wine glasses because you can put that money towards beautiful curtains that you're looking for or mm-hmm. yeah. Different pieces. I think that is another amazing tip. Don't open all or don't start using all of your right. gifts mm-hmm. until after the wedding. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to get six dinner plates 
and then 24 wine glasses. Right. Well, you really need 12 dinner plates. Are you right. allowed to use your gifts before the wedding? I feel like you, that's bad form. I did. Mm. But it's because I, I had just, I had bought this condo and I had been living, you know, with the same Mm-hmm. Like one pot from college. <laughs> like I need a fork. You know? And I like I had this one pot that I would make all of my dishes in, and then we, <laughs> we registered. Not because the book said right. one pot. No, no. literally because, because it's the one pot. Because I was lit. I had bought this condo, and I honestly I was house poor at the time. But mm-hmm. like, but so I. I didn't have anything. So when we registered for everything and it started coming, I was like, well, I can actually use (laughs) the correct pot for this instead of... And just like you were saying, if you have a beautiful salad bowl that you want, Mm -hmm. register for it because somebody wants to get you something beautiful. That's right. There are people in your life who want to get you the practical things. You need dishes. You need pots Mm -hmm. and pans. You need spatulas. But maybe you do need a beautiful salad bowl and a great picture frame and beautiful candlesticks. And people want, there is another Mm -hmm. group of people that want to honor you with those types of things too. I feel like I've really appreciated all the, the, um, to Caroline's point, just the nicer, because I do like throwing dinner parties and I like hosting showers. So having a few big, beautiful things that I do only pull out for more special events and having China too. It's been so nice. People Mm -hmm. think I've gone over the moon for some dinner and I'm like, so I picked up dinner. <laughs> I put it on this beautiful plate that I got for my wedding you know, years and yeah. years ago. Right. And yeah. it has made it, you know, and candles and some flowers right. on the table. And again, you've really impressed right. people so simply. Mm-hmm. And I probably wouldn't go out and purchase 12 of them now. It's hard right. to justify to their anything like that later. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. It, it is harder. Um, like I just replaced our every, it's eight years. And I just replaced my everyday dinner plates mm-hmm. because they were just had hit the, yeah. And I didn't segment, love yeah. the shape of them. Mm-hmm. And at the time they did well. And so now, that was something that again, as an adult, you, later you're like, you know what? I'm treating myself to new white dinner plates <laughs> um, because I'm a lady and I work at Ballard. Um, <laughs> so anyway, point is, is I got but new dinner. you ask Santa Claus for new towels? Oh, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Love Same. getting sheets and mm-hmm. towels for Christmas. Mm-hmm. But I will Great say, gift. yeah, it was nice having those nicer pieces um, yeah. registered for. Right. Absolutely. And something like something like China you don't see. Some some people are all about it and some people are like, well, I already have din- dinnerware. I don't need China for three holidays a year. But something mm-hmm. like your China set is something that people can continue to invest in. So you have six plates, mm-hmm. you need eight. So somebody can now get you two more plates for a birthday or for a holiday. Sure. And then there's the matching salad bowl or the matching gravy boat or whatever other. Oh, I am still building my China right. set. Yeah. So yeah. people can, so when you're at a loss and people, my birthday is the same time as Christmas. And so I don't really know what to get. So sometimes I just throw out random China pieces. Yeah. That, um, I'll send him a link. I don't have that one yet. <laughs> yeah. Right. But and it still looks so good. We it does. We yeah. definitely encourage people to use their China more than three times a year. You know, use it. Yeah, right. Use, use it, it a mm-hmm. lot. And I think it's always fun to, because I'll, I'll do this where I have my everyday white stuff. Um, and I just want to say one thing. There are many, many, many different types of white dinnerware. So you don't have to get something basic. You can get something more fun. So just, mm-hmm. I, I love a white dinner plate, but like there are, infinite options within right. that. But then I'll break up my fancier um, china and I'll use my salad plate for my china on my everyday. Right. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I may not want to wash 24 hand, right. hand wash, but I can wash the salad plate. That's fine. You know, so you can... Uh, what I what think I'm saying you should is, put it on the dishwasher. I'm, oh, a, I'm a believer in putting it in the dishwasher. You put your why. china. Okay. Here's why. <laughs> I'll tell Let's you. hear this. Um, okay, because they always say, oh, the gold's going to rub off or whatever, right? Is that why? Why yeah. don't people put it in the yeah. dishwasher? Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, something I about the heat. I don't blah, blah, blah. blah. Affects the metal. Okay. I put everything in the washing machine, my clothes. I have the same theory with the hand and washing. I put everything yeah. in the dishwasher because if it's going to keep me from using it, Right. What's the mm-hmm. point? Right. Well, so, so my mother I, did that with her silver years ago. She she said, "Why do I have this silver just sitting in yeah. a box, waiting for the three holidays a year that we bring out the silver? Mm-hmm. We're going to use it every day, and as long as you put, um, because the fear there touch. is the ta- tarnishing. But as right. long as it's not touching any other metal, then the silver will be just right. fine in your dishwasher. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, what if some of the right. gold in ten years, right? 
is worn off some mm-hmm. of my plates. I it don't just care. shows that you use them and that you love them. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm less worried about that, but sometimes I think it chips mm-hmm. and like it. I don't know. I feel like we have it's a little habit of yeah. overstuffing yeah. our. Do you have a china setting? Right. On no, your it's a dishwasher. Dishwasher. Mm-hmm. setting. I'm more just worried about Ooh. too much stuff in there. Ooh. We'll stop overloading it, lady. I know. I don't know. <laughs> it's too, uh, to be honest, if you had your china in there, you would not probably. You would it. You'd be like carefully. This load is perfect. Like I'm not overstuffing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But even if, and we have talked about this with setting a table. If, you know, if you go full scale on your table and you use your crystal and your fine stuff, and mm-hmm. I think sometimes that can be a little intimidating for your average dinner party of your friends. Like if I showed up and your table was fully done, I'd be like, whoa, I'm underdressed. Right. I'm sorry. But if you do mix it up, yeah. yeah I love your idea of the dinner casual. Plate, everyday dinner plate with the fine china for the yeah. salad for your friends. Yeah, great idea. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll smoke a pork butt in our, you know, in our egg and then invite the neighborhood over for it. Mm-hmm. And I could totally see using my salad plate with my everyday dinnerware in that case. I feel like yeah. y'all would be great neighbors. And you would always <laughs> we, have all, people over. We are neighbors. We are neighbors. <gasps> you guys live next we to each are. other? Almost. We, we, we do a lot of work together. Yeah. We do. A, we knew, we met each other. We met in high school through mutual friends. And then. Do y'all um, have your yearbook? Were you signed it? No, we were other? at different schools. We were at different schools. So. Okay. Yep. <laughs> we lived like across county lines from each other. So she grew up in DeKalb and I grew up in Fulton County <laughs> right. here in Atlanta. So I went to North Springs. She went to Dunwoody. Mm-hmm. But we have, um, we actually, Laura and I had, we reconnected after college. We, and since then have lived within a mile of each other. Never together. But within a mile of each other. Mm -hmm. And so we would get together every week and we would make dinner for each other and we would watch TV shows one night a week. And when we started dating our now husbands, we were like, get on board or we'll see you tomorrow. Date night's still happening. So yeah, (laughs) figure it out. And so um, luckily they get along really well. They both Mm -hmm. like to golf and they have a lot of the Mm -hmm. same interests. But we are in the, we are business owners together. Um, We are in the same Bible study. We um, live in the same neighborhood. We really do sound crazy. We do a lot of life (laughs) together. And actually I was going to bring it up with overfilling your um, dishwasher. Laura is a professional dish washer Tetris player. You would, uh, <laughs> the amount of stuff that she can figure out how to get in there blows my mind. Wow. Um, so perhaps not the China for you, but yeah. because we do a lot of life together, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the same China set. So that we can do you have up. the same China? No. What I think is really cute, which y'all should totally do. My mom and her friends all share stuff. So yeah. if they're hosting a baby shower, you know, my mom's best friend will call her and say, can I borrow that, you know, your 12 salad plates because I'm short Mm -hmm, and they'll mix and match different patterns Mm -hmm. together. And I always think that's really fun, Mm -hmm. you know? And I love when people like are hosting something. I'm like, can I bring something that you need? Because like, it's another opportunity to use it when you, it would otherwise be collecting dust. Agreed. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I think we do that. We do. We do that. And then, um, I know that's okay though. Um, this is heavy soup season. (laughs) She doesn't need them today though. No, (laughs) she's, she's hosting small group tonight. Yeah. I have small group tonight. Actually we'll be by her house later to get her instant pot. There you go. I didn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I do that. And I've also borrowed, like my mother collects fine China. So I've borrowed the salad plates from her before having, um, we do an ornament exchange every year. Um, every Christmas we host all of our girlfriends for an ornament exchange. So I borrowed all of her fine China salad plates because I was like, I just don't want to do plastic. (laughs) But you want to, but you love to, you're inviting your favorite people into your home. And so, yes. Use her China. Post them. Yeah. Are there anything you've seen trending that brides have been like, or, you know, that they've registered for that they've found really beneficial that you've heard about with all your wedding talk? Hmm. Well, I have one bride that, um, that now has a cooking Instagram. So she like, she, on her stories, she's constantly cooking and, um, And she's a foodie. So, you know, when they travel, they always do pictures of the food and everything, which everybody makes fun of people that do that. But I can sit there and it's it's like therapeutic to just sit there and watch her stories of her (laughs) mixing things in her pots. But, you know, all of that was registered for and bought for her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, I guess there's there, you know, when you register somewhere, a lot of times they give you a list of you should have this, 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 this. But really. I feel like you should throw away, unless you really just don't know, but don't feel like you have to register for a 
don't know, slow cooker if you if you're not if ever you don't cook, use it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. instead register for something else. So that's mm-hmm. right. I mean, like if right. she obviously is a big cook and loves to cook, then right. maybe she doesn't register for fine china and she wants more expensive pots or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, sure. What about shopping for someone off a registry? Do we love or hate that idea? Oh, are you if saying you feel like it's impersonal to buy it off the registry? No, I'm saying is Some it okay to shop off the registry? To oh, to go the off the registry shop and buy you something. Yes, instead of going on your registry. Is that a do or a don't? What do we think? I th- you are. I think it's nice to personalize the gift if you feel very strongly about a particular throw or a blanket or something that you love. But I think you should also get them something that you know that they want. Yes. So mm-hmm. get them the beautiful new sheet set that they've registered for, and then maybe an accent piece to go with that gift. Because if it, if you're shopping with your personal taste, right. then you're not doing anybody any favors. Unless you right. give them a gift receipt. Right. Yeah. Correct. And then they have to return it. But even if you give them a gift receipt, if you've given them a gift receipt to like the local Roswell shop instead of to Ballard, what, what, I mean, right. What and it's they're not their style. Go back and you spent X amount, but they can't necessarily find what they want in right. X amount, or they can find something a little True. bit less, but then mm-hmm. what are they going to do with the extra $10, $15? You know, all, yes. so it's just, I agree. If you want to give them something more personal, absolutely do it, but give them something on their list mm-hmm. first and something little. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah, rare it's- in life that we get to make a list of the things we want. Know. You know, just give them what they want. Well, and sometimes <laughs> another thing that's that can be challenging is that people will see that you have you have these beautiful curtains on your registry and they find something similar somewhere else and so they'll get that for you. <gasps> oh no. So Don't now you've got curtains that you didn't necessarily pick out and they may be great, but you may or may not get the yeah. original gift yeah. as well because it's not been marked off a registry. Mm-hmm. So True. now you're the proud owner of two sets of curtains. Mm-hmm. Well, or they get you two curtains for a room that you registered for four because you needed two windows covered, not just one. And so now what do you do? Like, yeah. now you. Mm. I have another slightly mm-hmm. not Sorry. exactly registry, but wedding <laughs> gift question. Shoot. I'm giving it out to the group. I'm invited to 54 events. 83 showers and the wedding. How many gifts do I have to give? Oh, that's a good question. First of all, I don't think you should invite people to more than one shower. That's why you have a variety of showers. Mm -hmm. It's for different groups of people. Right. So you should only have to bring one shower gift and a wedding gift. I answered my own question, but I just wanted your question. (laughs) You just wanted our opinion. I mean, Um, why do people think that they should invite me to four showers? They're afraid of leaving you out. Right. And if you you were invited Mm -hmm. to one and you can't go... They wanted to make sure that you could go somewhere or if all of your friends were going somewhere. They're they're covering all their bases and they're overanalyzing it. But what they don't realize is that they're putting all this pressure on you to Financial. clear another day, yeah. buy another gift, and you've still not gone to the wedding yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So they're trying to accommodate you and your schedule. But in reality, etiquette says that if you get an invitation, you should give a gift. However, I think that etiquette is... It's not getting thrown out the window, but etiquette is getting edited um, mm-hmm. a lot um, in these years. And so while etiquette may say that you got an invitation, you should buy a gift. If you got an invitation to four showers, you need to get them one gift mm-hmm. um, and for the shower and then an additional yeah. gift for the wedding. Right. Um, I don't think that anybody's expectation is that because we invited you to all four parties, you should buy me four things. Um, however... Um, and that's what I told my bridesmaids. Although outside of my bridesmaids, I'm not really sure who I right. invited to all four events. I was and, exaggerating. Right. <laughs> but then there's also, you know, people also have this assumption that for an engagement party, you need to get them something. But an engagement no. party, there is no gift expected. Right. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. that's good. That's good news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a celebration. What do you all think about the like registries that are, like for your honey, what oh, the honey fund. Yes, that. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What are what are our thoughts on that? I think that's an age thing too. I'm I like, think it is. Yeah, I feel like I'm now the age where I'm like, yes, here's money. Do do you do you? Right. Yeah. We're again at twenty three. I'm like, but you kind of don't have any pots. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So see, I judge people too. <laughs> I try not to, but I'm like. You should get pots. Because I, I always thought you it was You get pots, cool. you get a massage on your honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I always thought it was silly until I had a friend who, um, she and her husband had like, they got married probably 
five or six years after they had bought their house together. They'd been Mm -hmm. living together for a long time. And so she told all of her girlfriends that, you know, I have all of my pods. I have, like, we've lived together for so long that we've we've really bought a lot of that normal stuff that you put on there. But we're going to Italy and we're kind of planning this, you know, once in a lifetime um, vacation. So I would really like to go, you know, to have money for that. That made perfect sense Mm -hmm, because I'd never really thought about it in that way. Um, But anyways. Yeah. No, and I think in that situation, it does make perfect sense. It's Mm -hmm. um, in other situations. Yes. You need pots. (laughs) Yeah. Or like my mother would never like she still doesn't think that's right. She's like, you need like this is this is your time to get stuff. Like this is what your wedding is when you get stuff. And that's not stuff. Right. To her. And that makes so sense. I that's just why think, like, like, parents are probably well, less on board with it. Your parents, even my, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, like, <laughs> parents are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean the bride and groom's parents, like, the older guests, their parents and their f- parents' friends are probably the ones less. Mm-hmm. Yes, newfangled technology. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, my, my dad will, will not give me a gift card for Christmas still. I'm like, Dad, I want to go buy clothes. Can you just <laughs> give me a gift? I mean, don't go buy me the clothes because they're I'm not going to be the right clothes. I'm saying. But, but, you know, he's still going to go to the store, pick out some clothes, which is so sweet. And then he's going to give me the clothes and then... I will keep the clothes and wear them because I'm the people pleaser. But my sister will take those clothes back right on back to yeah. the store and find <laughs> what she really wanted. And, you know, it still serves the same purpose, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we covered it. Maybe mm-hmm. register for all of the above. <laughs> right. Well, and I think the honey fun thing um, is definitely a new trend and people are embracing it. I still am in the camp, though, that, you know, it's your wedding. You get stuff or you get cash for me. I don't want to buy necessarily your massage. I want I'd, I'd love to give you some money, but I yeah. want for you to figure mm-hmm. out what to spend the money on. I don't mm-hmm. want to be like thinking hmm, I'm buying your massage or I'm, I'm buying your out yeah. to dinner or just. I what. am interested to see if that continues to evolve, though, yeah. because I think one of the trends that we're seeing in weddings is that it's all about the experience. Right. So mm-hmm. a lot of it is um, even destination weddings obviously make it easier, but they're picking destinations because of what you can do, what your guests can do on Friday. What are they going to do all day Saturday before the Saturday night wedding? And where are we going to have mm-hmm. our brunch on Sunday? So um, mm-hmm. but you can do that anywhere. And so people are having so the rehearsal dinners are bigger, but maybe they want a more intimate rehearsal dinner for their a sit-down dinner for the closest people, mm-hmm. wedding party and family. But then everybody else is coming in from out of town, so they're doing an after party. So I right. think that every, it's all about the experience that we're seeing. You know, what are people going to remember at my wedding? Are they going to remember that the band was a lot of fun or that the food was really good or that we had this activity that they really liked? They liked a characterist or they liked a photo booth or whatever, you know, what element made it personal? But I think it's all about the experience. And so if that's translating mm-hmm. into... Your wedding registry, I would be interested to see. Right. If at some point people are willing to pay for your manatee experience in Hawaii. Right. (laughs) Or wherever manatees are found. (laughs) (laughs) That's Florida. I think we should read a decorating dilemma. What do y'all think? Let's do a dilemma. All right, so this one is from Ginger, and she writes, Hi, ladies. I just live for the podcast. I really can't get enough. Right? That's why we are recording weekly just for you. Sorry. Anyway, thanks for your weekly treat on my commute. My design dilemma may seem ridiculous and impossible, but I really need some help. Your creative minds will help me make this powder room sing. I just know it. I have a beautiful... How do I say that? Tebow is how I say that. Mm-hmm. Not at all what I would have thought. Spell mm-hmm. it so our listeners T H I B A U T. Pretty mm-hmm. sure that's what it is. Okay. I trust you. You're from the South. Wallpaper that I installed that I think I like, but I'm having trouble pulling the whole look together in a chic, contemporary way. This powder room is overall just falling flat to me. Here are the details and some photos. My scene cabinet is an important storage spot for me. My husband is not keen on me replacing it. Is there any way to paint it? Or do something to make it look much more current and fresh. Any colors or sheen suggestions are welcome. Is there any way to save this or does it have to go? My mere choice was an attempt to be unique. I may not have it now. No, I, I may, may hate it now. I may, 
I may hate it now. I may hate it. I'm interested in mirrors lighting from Ballard that you would suggest. I have a pair of SK brackets, which I love. Should I paint them? The ceiling is boring white, and I'd love to paint it. Any ideas are so appreciated. SK is short for Suzanne Kassler, which means she bought them at Ballard. They're little white wooden brackets. All right, so the wallpaper is, it's a tiny little powder room, y'all. It's got wood floors, which I love in a powder room. And then it, it's a floral, sort of a very traditional Chins. climbing floral chintzy wallpaper with cream background. cream background field and red and green, dark reds, dark greens, florals mm-hmm. and greenery in it. It She does have a fairly dated vanity. It, it looks pretty dated to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of 1980s, would you say? Oh, I was thinking like Tuscans. Yeah. Tuscany feeling. 90s? Yes. I don't know. 90s. Curved. It's got fluting and carving. And, and it's got sort and of an antique d- rubbed finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, she does have an interesting mirror over it. It looks like maybe a faux bois. Is that wood? Oh, it's twigs. Wound sort of twigs um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. woven together. And then a down light, <laughs> a two light down light with clear globes and regular light bulbs, which I don't like that. Sorry, Ginger. <laughs> well, that's what she's writing in. She yeah. knows she doesn't love yeah. it. So what, how, how do we can make we yes. fixes for Ginger? I, I got to tell you, Ginger, vanities are not expensive. Mm-hmm. They're not expensive. You know, I just did my downstairs bathroom and I shopped a lot for bathroom vanities and I found one for, I don't know, $300 or something. Mm-hmm. Um, what if she, but she has to be careful about her wallpaper though. Like it has to be the same size mm, or bigger. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's wallpapered around the. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that might be difficult. But okay, I think the footprint was well, important to her. Right, she likes the storage, mm-hmm. so she couldn't do a pedestal sink or anything mm-hmm. like that. I was thinking, what if she takes? I was thinking, but any color really could work. But I was thinking that dark green from the wallpaper mm-hmm. and kind of does a tone on tone everywhere. You know what I mean? So she paints the vanity base mm-hmm. maybe even the molding and the window trim and the ceiling mm-hmm. and the crown all that dark green color and then does some really kind of more modern um like a very clean lined mirror and maybe kind mm-hmm. of a modern uh light fixture that way i don't know i just love that um she needs molding. some juxtaposition yeah, off of that very traditional wallpaper yeah. everything is busy and it needs to Calm, like mm-hmm. calm down. Put some, yeah, put mm-hmm. some streamlined things on top of that mm-hmm. wallpaper. Let me ask this. Um, what about, she has wooden blinds on a window in there. Mm-hmm. You want her to paint those? That seems like a lot of work, hard work. Yeah, I would. You'd have to spray it. Or remove like. the plantation shutters and do a cafe curtain or something. Mm-hmm. Or frost um, those windows. Yeah, frost the window. Like frosted window in the I just so think that the, you know, that um, crown painted and like all the molding painted is is a pretty modern and unexpected look True. and i think that'll really mm-hmm. freshen up the chintz wallpaper which i love i really like that wallpaper i think she just needs to choose things that are different versus choose things that are the same she needs sleek yes so she right. needs a sleek light fixture and a sleek mirror i think she could keep her brackets but i don't think you should stagger them yeah. Maybe stack them straight up on each other or just have one or move them to a different room. Move them to a different room. I don't know that you need anything on that wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think that if the wallpaper is going to be that busy, then the rest of the room needs to be very sleek and simple mm-hmm. versus having all of it mm-hmm. have a busyness factor to yeah, it. Yeah. I sure. wonder why she has a standing TP holder and why she hasn't installed just a little TP thing on the wall. Mm. Because that's again one more thing in the room. Mm-hmm. That Probably you because don't she was scared have. about ruining her wallpaper and mm-hmm. it's probably herself. Well, you know what you can do? You, you can install it on the side of your vanity. Mm-hmm. Which I've done and but it's her, simple, simple. Mm, but her vanity's curved. But you just um, need one. Yeah, just oh, like that's a little true. Need, she can have you can a get one, the kind that's an L shape and yeah. you just need one screw on the side of that. Point. Mm-hmm. Fair stick mm-hmm. that on there. And I think also you should update your faucet which is going to be more expensive than the vanity. Um, but like we're saying. I mean, Taryn, do you want to give her your $40 faucet link? Right? Listen, <laughs> I'm still pleased with my $40 faucet. But something sleek. <laughs> it's still like working. Saying. It's only been like two months, but I'm still feeling pretty good about my decision. <laughs> um, based on how long she's in this home, I don't know if I'd recommend my link. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but I do think the hardware, like the lighting hardware and the faucet hardware are very 90s. And so then you're adding this cool wallpaper that could be taken the wrong way or make it more cool. Mm-hmm. So I think updating your hardware mm-hmm. down to your TP even holder. I don't think your trash can matches um, your wallpaper either, personally. It's not sophisticated enough, mm-hmm. right? Um, you need a... She needs her SK lacquer. Mm. The white one. Yeah, we have a... Um, I have that. It's good. Or or something similar. Just very, very simple. See, I simple. think she needs even like some cool acrylic frames in here with some cool modern art and right. like yeah. maybe bring in something Ooh. like that to take your chintz paper. And even like you were saying, go all this dark green if you can't replace your vanity, like if that's your yeah. thorn, and get new brass hardware that's shiny and a new cool light that's got tortoise yeah. or something like, again, make Unexpected. cool. The idea of a piece of abstract art I really like. Yeah, me right. too. I really like that sitting on that floral because it is going to mm-hmm. suddenly bring that uh, – it'll feel very modern. It'll bring it to life. And mm-hmm. like we said, too, shiny. It's something shiny in here. There's nothing other than a mirror that's shiny. So it's just like mm-hmm. busy, 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 mm-hmm. too. And I wonder when she clean, when she does change the shape of the mirror, she may not need those pedestals over the toilet because I think they're, right. they're kind of getting lost. They don't have right. enough presence in mm-hmm. that busy space. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. To um, – to leave them there. Yeah. Well, and what are they holding? Like, there's an importance there, too. It looks like... Yeah. A my candle, out. a picture, and yeah. maybe some, some shells. shells. It looks yeah. like mm-hmm. a... Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think art would, in a small powder room, art is going right. to go a longer way. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and those mm-hmm. would look amazing against a solid wall right. where mm-hmm. you can really see the detail of them. And put something here. statement on them. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One large mm-hmm. thing on plate, each of them. Plate in your dining room. And if you are going to replace your light... And you are going to have clear globes or a clear um, shade. Do a decorative bulb, mm-hmm. not just a regular light bulb. Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. there's really pretty LED ones, twenty seven hundred Kelvin, please. Um, <laughs> but that are prettier, you know, Edison yes. style or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think the um, extra basket next to the toilet paper roll. I don't. I think there's a trash can next to the oh. toilet. So I think oh. this is just another Maybe it's extra TP. Magazine Maybe it's oh, extra you know what it is? Paper. No, you guys. Well, she that's is, what our cabinet's for. She it's is actually light. very lovely and has individual hand towels for her guests to dry their hands, it looks that's like. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And You're so absolutely right. That they is her are. receptacle for her I little mean, hand towels. I mean, I do towels. appreciate oh. that, right? I do, too. I, do. I, do. I like that. a good, clean hand towel. But you I think something a little sleeker. Or if you end up painting, paint that basket dark green. Yeah. Right? And then Good. suddenly it Fixed. all just works right mm-hmm. together. Yeah. Yeah. But if the wallpaper is really like your keeper in here, which it kind of is, yeah. so it can be your really cool factor. And I think that's yeah. what she loves. I think you're right. Like, Work tell your husband that. to shove it because when you get that new <laughs> vanity, you are going to love life. You are going to be like, this was my vision. But look, what right. she could do is start by painting it green. True. I think so too. Start, and then that's if a, it works, it works. And right. if it doesn't, that their cool. next step then is something tried, else. You've tried yeah. your more budget option. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, and I hurt. think like we've been talking about, your powder room is one of the rooms in your homes that all of your guests will use. True. So, and it's probably right next to your front door. So it has to be a piece yeah. of your home and you have to, it's a potty, but you still have to yeah. appreciate it and right. want it to be there. And it's yeah. an opportunity for high style. Mm-hmm. Like that's your one room where you don't spend tons of time in. So it can be kind of very dramatic and yeah. have mm-hmm. a lot of cool and things. it should be. How often do you go to a house and it has an amazing powder room? And it's so delightful. It is. Right. It always it's a little feels treat. so fun. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I love I that. I like mine. Well, she's <laughs> got a really good start with this cool wallpaper. Yes. Yeah. Ginger, we love you too. Thanks for writing in. Yes. Thank you. She lives for us. Not for us, we just for the for podcast. <laughs> I live for that wallpaper, girl. So you jazz that room. Jazz I, I, I love a chintz. I'm so glad they're back. Mm-hmm. I've always Except that I wanted to call that. <laughs> I don't know. Say the name again. Tebow. Oh, Tebow. The Tebow print. I actually looked it up and it is Tebow. I was right. Oh, good girl. All right. Okay. Well, Sarah, Laura, thanks for coming. Yes, thank you thanks so much. Thanks for having us. It was a lot of fun. Yes. Tell everyone it. where they can find you, follow you, oh. all yeah. that good stuff. Use so you. Hired you. Hire you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Magnolia Celebrates is where everything is. Celebrates is a verb, so please add the S, otherwise you won't find us. Um, <laughs> but uh, so Instagram, Pinterest, and good old website. We're not on um, Twitter. 
or anything like that. But yeah, Magnolia celebrates. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much for yes. being our guest today. We really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. That's our show. Thank you for listening. Please leave us a review in your podcast app. We would appreciate it. We do try to read your feedback and, you know, execute it. Sometimes it's hard to not say like. I'm sorry. We're working on it. We're working on it. We Mm -hmm. are. Um, Like every day. Um, And don't forget to check out the show notes to this episode at howtodecorate.com slash podcast. Enable the how to decorate skill in your Amazon account. So you can listen to us from your Alexa and follow us on social media at Ballard Designs. And don't forget to send your questions to podcast at ballarddesigns.net. We'll answer it on a future episode. And until next time, happy happy decorating. decorating.